Hey y'all, it's Jason here with Goodness Steak Seasoning. You can order your bottle or bottles at bringthetasty.com. Goodness Steak Seasoning is good on anything. It's even good on chicken, good on pork. Heck, it's even good on fish. Now, here's Fish at Six. It's Fish at Six, and what a fascinating top 10 takes we've got you uh, for you tonight. A crazy day in Oxnard, not in all great ways. Um, things will work out fine. Always do. Things, I don't know if you've noticed this, things always do work out in the end. You know, one way or the other. I'm Mike Fisher, your trusty and trusted reporter. This is the Fishbowl. That's the star. And then the 75-member staff is in Oxnard, and that'll help us uh, bring you some notes about the workout today. And it was physical. Uh, it was uh, physical and fascinating and noteworthy. And with your help, get in, get on, be good, bring something of intellect to the table so we can continue to make this an Emmy Award-winning programming. Their uh, program, there's the evidence. Also, you can get your goodies. The Uncle Fish Store, the link is right below. And this is the hottest seller. This might be the hottest selling cowboy t-shirt in the world. For real. No offense, Cowboy Pro Shop. We're all friends here. <laughs> and here we go. Item one. <coughs> Rojo. And on the one hand, obviously, John, uh, Josh Schaefer is Uncle Fish Premium guy. He says, thank you, Fish, for what you do here. Thank you for being Uncle Fish Premium. That's the circle and the star. Hey, how do I get the circle and the star? Ask the fellas. They'll show you how. Paul Gale notes, hey, would everybody just, just when you come on here right away, just hit the like button. Make it the first thing you do. And, of course, please subscribe to what we do. It's absolutely free and worth every penny. Robert Ferris checks in from Australia. My Thank you for that. Kenneth Easley is Uncle Fish Premium. Boom wants to send Rojo home. Just a minute now. Let's slow down. You may not know the latest on this story. Ronald Jones said today, I have an explanation. And it's a fascinating one. I am not cheating the game. I do not cheat the game. And I want to clear my name. By the way, that's almost poetic, isn't it? Of course, scheduled to be suspended for the first two games of the Cowboys season due to a violation of the league's policy on performance enhancing substances. That Rojo claims is unfair. Everybody wants to say I'm on steroids. I am not on steroids. And he said, clearly I'm not. I'm skinny. I'm no doctor. That's not really how the evidence works. But... Okay, irrespective for a moment of Ronald Jones, the fact that you're skinny doesn't mean you don't use steroids. In fact, some people who are skinny use steroids because they're skinny, separate from Rojo. It was not a steroid or anything to enhance my game. It's medicine prescribed by a doctor that I wasn't aware was on the list. So the doctor gave him, and this, this does happen, in the NFL, the doctor gave him a medicine prescribed legal. And the doctor was unaware that it was on, that it was related to the banned list. And the player assumes the doctor know. And the next thing you know, you got a problem. Uh, Rojo is 25 years old. He says that the medicine is a heart stimulant that he's been taking for quite some time which of course leads to the question, 
and by the way, I'm not doubt at this moment. I'm not doubting any of this. I'm just presenting the factoids to you. Okay. It leads to the question and the league would say, if you've been taking it for quite some time, how are you unaware? And why hasn't it popped up on our radar before? Uh, Jones said that he petitioned the league. Let me, let me, let me retest and you'll see. No, that's a, that's on the list of drugs you can't take. Sidebar, whose fault is this? And once again, these players still don't get it. He's mad at the NFL. And by now, if you've been with me for 40 years, 33 years or three years, you know whose fault this is. This isn't the league's fault. It's kind of the doctor's fault. It's kind of Ronald's fault, and he concedes that. It's your union. You mean to tell me, if Ro- if Rojo's telling the truth, that there's a medicine that he needs to, to, to live, to, for his heart to live, and the NFLPA hasn't found a way for it to be legal? I'm not cheating the game of football. It's literally a prescription medicine. We have real life issues. They need to treat us like we're human beings outside of football. My family suffers from heart disease and things like that. As we've discussed, it's completely viable that the two game suspension will impact his chance of sticking with the Cowboys. Pollard, Rico, Malik, Deuce, Hunter, Lipke. It's crowded. By the way, the punishment has naturally led to some speculation about the re-signing of Zeke, which we'll get to in our top 10 momentarily. Hang on to your butts. Rojo, who's from uh, McKinney, says, I'm still going to be out here working through preseason and training camp, which he can do. He's still part of the team um, until the suspension, unless they caught him. To his credit, again, he acknowledged, I'm responsible for what I put in my body. I got to make sure this doesn't happen again. I'm confused how it came about. He says, this test was from last year, but I just wanted to clear my name. Okay, now, ladies and gentlemen of the Fish Report jury, guilty or not guilty? Telling the truth or not telling the truth? Cole W. with a $5 pitch in and the refund. That's the Super Chat set of sports by YouTube. Thank you for that. Zach Martin will be back, but it's time to bring in a veteran guard. They don't think that the Dalton Risners, I think had a Minnesota tryout today, or the Andrew Noels, Noels, or the Trey Turner, who was out there, he just signed with the Saints, and then he got hurt like right away. They don't think that those guys are better than who they have. They just don't. And I don't have evidence. And then Cole, with all due respect, you don't have evidence that says to the contrary, right? Um, and actually, uh, Chuma is on my list. So we'll get to his name in a little bit. Dalton Risner, and there's been all kinds of rumors about he's this and he's on Twitter. I- I'm telling you, I got this from the Broncos. It didn't work in the locker room. 
he didn't have a good year and he put out bad film. That's not ripping him. He's a five-year starter there. That's why Dalton Risner is on the shelf. So those things don't sound to me like there's a reason to make a case that he's better than who the Cowboys went and signed instead of him. They went and signed Chuma instead of him. Remember? Item two. And I'll continue to monitor um, your comments on the Rojo thing. Telling the truth? Fudging? Guilty? Innocent? NFL's fault? Doctor's fault? Rojo's fault? Union fault? Joey Stewart, the drug policy has been a constant headache for the league, and it's inconsistent. Let them take whatever they want. Because they're, like guys do take steroids. Just like guys smoke marijuana. And I'm no expert on anything. No, I haven't. I, this is work. Three years of work. What do I care? If you smoke marijuana or take steroids. Now, I suppose. Uh, but by the way, take steroids safely. I'm not saying take steroids so your testicles fly off. There's a, there's a way to cycle through it safely because guys do it. And the league knows guys do it. BJ, why is he still practicing? He's suspended for two games, but he is not suspended from practicing or working out. Paul Gale, why isn't the union rep for the Cowboys not all over this? Well, you know, Paul Gale, Uncle Fish Premium, because the union, not the union rep for the Cowboys, that's that's just a player. I don't even know who it is anymore. That's how little they care. If you remember a couple of years ago, some guys voted for David Irving to be their union rep. That's what a joke they all think it is. And then something like this happens, they go, why doesn't anybody support me? Because you were going to vote for David Irving. <laughs> You're treating it like a joke. You guys treat it like a joke. And then something comes up and you wonder, why doesn't anybody have my back? No, people don't go to the union meetings. Guys don't go to the union. There ought to be 90 guys at the union meetings in every city. It's their own fault. And it's the union's fault. And that's a fact. Broken Halo who runs the Uncle Fish store with a high level of brilliance. You can see the link below. Broken Halo might put the link here. Uh, I, uh, I, you sent me something, but I don't have it. So I don't know what you're talking about. So send it again. Item two. We've told you about Mozzie as a starter. And we've told you about because I saw it with my own eyes, Mozzie and Hankins, side by side. And increasingly, you're starting to see Mozzie doesn't just have to be a run-stopping one technique or a nose tackle. Able to be whatever he wants to be. <laughs> so there they both are again today, both working. Side by side. And there's a couple of things I love about this. One of them is, okay, now, now we're competing. Okay. 
because Hankins needs to play. But Mozzie can play both, and Osa needs to play. Okay, now we're competing. They have completely remade what they do at defensive tackle around here, and Mike McCarthy is the reason why, and that's a fact. Randy Hankins with a $2 pitch in. Brooks looks like a steal, seventh-round wide receiver. Let's see him in games. And Dak looked good today. Randy Hankins. Uh, Dak must have had a good day if Randy Hankins is going to admit it. And indeed, he did. Uh, that much is true. Yeah, a couple guys point, a couple of you point out, I've seen Ronald Jones. He doesn't look skinny to me. Things are relative. Uh, Randy H. with a $5 pitch in. I'm a union electrician. Union meetings are an excuse to get drunk. Again, never been in one. Uh, and so when I have my career goof-ups, and boy, do I, I've never had a union and I've never had an agent. So my, you know, I, I'm like a tennis player. I'm like a singles player in tennis. When, when I make a mistake, it's my mistake. I don't have anybody to blame. Quote from Mozzie. I don't even like football. And he wasn't joking. He wasn't laughing. I don't even like football. I just like hitting people. Well, Mozzie, I got good news for you. You might not like football, young man. But football likes you. <laughs> Item three, Jerry versus Big Mike. Uh-oh, here we go. And you knew this was you knew this was coming, and McCarthy knows this is coming. This is part of working for the Cowboys. This is part of his adjustments to working with the Cowboys. They didn't have this in Green Bay. And I've had, McCarthy's alluded to this every once in a while, but I've had private conversations with Mike McCarthy about this, that there are some delightful things about working for Jerry Jones. But one of the things that you have to deal with, whether you are delighted by it or not, is the, is the fact that sometimes this is a marketing company that plays football. And the Ezekiel Elliott story today is a marketing story. I am not trying to slap around Ezekiel Elliott. And I have never said, never say, never. I've always said, never say never. So is there a bleep per chance, bleep percent chance of Ezekiel Elliott getting the call back here? and getting paid a decent wage to come back here and be the number two running back? Is there a chance? Sure. It's not the plan. It was never the plan. And Rojo getting suspended doesn't change the plan. So Jerry goes on with my buddies on 105.3 The Fan says, uh, we're, reading the tea, we're, we're reading the tea leaves on that, on old Zeke. We, we ain't never ruled him out. While McCarthy's holding the press conference saying, we're gonna give, we're gonna give the reps to the guys we got. We need to see the guys we got in practice and in games. To boil it down, McCarthy's saying, no. And Jerry's saying, uh, I'll tell you what. And it's the same thing Jerry's doing on Jimmy, although, as I said last night, the Jimmy and the Ring of Honor thing. Uh, this is marketing gone bad. Jerry did that today too on the fans saying, oh, boy, I, I'm paraphrasing now. Well, boy, I tell, boy, how did we got you talking about that? Jim, 
we got you talking about that ring of up. No, not really. Not really. The country's not talking about the ring of honor. America's not talking about the ring of honor. I, I don't, you guys tell me, I don't watch all the ESPN horseshit all day long. Did they do ring of honor segments today? Bet you they didn't. Stephen A. Smith doesn't even know what the ring of honor is. You're wrong, Jerry. You're wrong. And you're driving the people who care about the ring of honor towards apathy. Jeff, Uncle Fish Premium. So steroids are totally cool. You don't think NFL players, you don't think athletes use them? You don't think athletes use steroids? Bad man, Jimmy Johnson not being in the ring is a curse. No, but it ain't good. Item. Not very often can I say, because listen, and, and many of you go to training camp in Oxnard and you make it your vacation and it's a wonderful thing. But I would say for many fans, you know, you, you wouldn't go every year and stay a month. Right? But I got to tell you, as a as a if you're if you go buy it you have to buy right yeah no you don't have to buy it i haven't very often seen a defensive player who is worth the price of practice admission okay dion was watching dion sanders practice was fun Dan Grigsby, I wish my name was Dan Grigsby. One day at camp works for me. I get that. Z, we're the only ones who care. And I'm saying, we, six, there's 65,000 of us who care about the Ring of Honor. And there's obviously other thousands and hundreds of thousands of pockets. But there's millions of Cowboy fans now that don't care anymore. Micah is worth the price of practice admission. Michael Aldridge, welcome to the Uncle Fish Premium Club. Hey, what's that? Ask the fellas. You get the circle and the star. Uh, and every once in a while, you get a winky dink. Deion said, I'm sure I'm missing somebody in between. Deion Sanders was fun to watch at practice as a defensive player. You can't take your eyes off Micah. Um, D. Ware was some of that. D. Ware's going into the Hall of Fame. So what, what, what are we going to say? Something negative about uh, a friend of the show? DeMarcus Ware, of course not. Woodson. I watched Ronnie Lott on defense in practice. Dion. And Micah, yeah, I'm talking, and Roy Smith, you're right, My Michael Irvin. But I'm talking about defensive guys. It's easy to pick out the offensive guys. 
the quarterbacks, the wide receivers, the running backs. These are defensive guys. Craig D, Dion might be the best defensive player ever. He's he's in the list. Michael A, uh, did you see Steve Atwater? I did. And listen, nothing against Steve Atwater. Nothing against John Lynch. Nothing against Waters. None of those guys are better than Darren Woodson. Let's get Darren Woodson done next year, shall we? Thank you. Ralph, Des Bryant at camp was fun. Yes, Des Bryant, offensive guy, fun. Will the Cowboys draft a quarterback next year? Not one that is made to re- with the intention of replacing Dak Prescott. Diggs is back. Good thing. Uh, uh, sore toe, bruised toe, but uh, back to work for Trayvon Diggs. That's a good thing. Uh, like you. And this is Dion related too. Gosh, it's still Dion related. Why well, my 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 cornerback with a bum toe is haunting around here. Don't want any more of that. Hey, Chris Newman says, how's that kicking competition going? Uh, ESPN charted the kickers today. Aubrey was six of seven. Viscaino was five of seven. Aubrey for camp is 13 of 17. Viscaino is 12 of 17. Nothing's going wrong there. I just just don't think you're going to know between these two guys until something goes horribly wrong and or until we get to games. Max, I agree with you on Woodson, but it's Hall of Fame hate. Uh, The committee hates the Cowboys. I don't know, man. I, I, I understand the argument, especially from like a decade ago. I don't know. I think there's an awful lot of Cowboys. I think there's an awful lot of Cowboys in, ring of, in, in, in the Hall of Fame. Are there not? Derek Diggs is a turf toe. If it was turf toe, I don't think he would have worked today. So let's just call it a sore toe and hope for the best. Craig D, why don't we just sign Robbie Gold? I don't know. I mean, I do know because that would cost you $3 million more than what you would pay these guys. Michael A., what's up with our second rounder? Looks like he won't do much this year. I hate to say I told you so. But this team, and this is nothing against Schoon, who's working through plantar fasciitis, I believe. Nothing against him personally. Big body who can block, blah, 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 blah. They didn't need a tight end, but they decided they did. So they they were hell-bent on drafting one. They just, and, and they drafted a position, and it's nothing against the kid, but but... This is, you, you don't do this. And Will McClay, God bless him. I think they talked themselves into this. They, they, they talked themselves into that they drafted a player when the fact is they drafted a position. They all but announced, hey, we got, we're going to get a tight end here. There's six good tight ends. We're going to get a tight end. And then they went and got one. And right now, 
th- this schoon wouldn't be playing ahead of Jake Ferguson anyway. So you intentionally drafted a backup. Item seven, and let's get to the offensive line. So uh, Tyron did his work, got some rest. They put Chuma in at left tackle. Guys, Chuma, tackle guard, tackle guard. And they've liked him forever. And he's been a starter in the league. There's just not a reason to think that the Trey Turners, the... Uh, Andrew Norwell, the Dalton Risner, there's no reason to think that they're better than Chuma. Remember now, these are all offensive linemen. None of us have, I know, I watch film. None of us have scouted them. None of us sat down, not none of us, few of us have sat down and watched Chuma film and compared him to Dalton Risner. They think, that, and they've, they've thought it for a couple of years. They, they tried to get Chuma a year ago. So Chuma got work at tackle, and he can play guard. Paul Gale, Uncle Fish Premium, using one of my finest lines, let the cake bake. Let's let's let this thing, you know, we're, we're just entering the second week of camp. So we, we, we got to see these guys get some work in. We got to see preseason games, and we got to get Zach Martin back to work. Uh, Troy Cunningham asks about Bass as well. He got work and they like him. Now they've got a big bundle of young. Um, well, in, if you want to include ball and well, let's go. They've got, they really do have a big bundle of young tackles, two of them, young guards, two of them, young centers, guards, uh, they, they, they've got some quality depth in the offensive line. Not that I'm trading any of them. Not until Zach Martin gets here. Anyway, anyway. Danny Savage, Chuma got cut from the worst line in the league. Chuma has been a starter in the NFL. Danny, and if you're trying to tell me about the Mim story, I hate to, I hate to pull this on you. But I, but, but I find myself doing it with so much frequency that I must not hate it that bad. You're telling me about the Denzel Mims cowboy story? You're telling me about it? Taco's back in football. And this is one of the funny things about he's a bust and he sucks and you suck and this sucks. All these years later, Taco Charlton, friend of the show. And of course it is Taco Tuesday. Jeff T, uh, yeah, I just mentioned Josh Ball in that in that bunch of guys who he's tackled, he's guard. Well, let's go ball. And then then uh, then all that bundle of guys, probably led by Matt Farniak, who are guard center guards. Bunch of bunch of interesting bodies there. Taco Charlton, and as you know, I like Taco Charlton. And we can keep making fun of him and say and calling him nasty names. It wasn't his fault they drafted him that high. Had they drafted Taco Charlton in the third round, he'd probably still be here. 
And as it is, guess what? He just signed with the Niners. Now, I don't know if he's, I don't, I don't know their situation. I don't know if he's making the team. Well, don't, do they have a Bosa problem? Anyway, Taco Charlton is a Niner. Let's quit making fun of him. Boom, we could have had uh, Max, could have had TJ Watt. We're aware. And by the way, you know who blew that? The Cowboys. How was that? Yeah, yeah, not Marinelli. I baited you, Max. I tricked you. Not Marinelli. Marinelli's not in charge of the draft. They let a defensive line coach be in charge of the draft? Nope, 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 nope. Not fair. Marinelli pounded the table for him, and Will, Stephen, and Jerry said, oh, okay. And Jason. By the way, we can go through that they, they, they made a mistake on Taco. They overrated Taco. They made a mistake on this guy. They overrated it. You know, I can say negative things about Will McClay because of all the positive things we say about Will McClay and his operation of that personnel department. Carl, A, with a $5 pitch in into the refund. Thank you for that. Uh, War daddy is a phrase that Jerry uses. Nobody else, and nobody knows where it came from. Jerry just made it up all by himself. Item nine. Uh, Our understanding is they did a bunch of two-point go-for-its today. And that Dak nailed it, nailed it, nailed it, nailed it, and nailed it. That Dak had a good day in that regard. And we're going to go, you know, I, I, I saw a video on Twitter, Dak missed a throw. I saw a video, I, I know, I know. But there was sharpness in this particular regard. Wildcat, Taco was overrated. Wildcat, he's not even rated. The only... The only media person in Dallas that might even know Taco Charlton is me. And the only one that cares about him is definitely me. (laughs) Dean Graham, $10 pitch in. When are we joint practicing against other teams? Oh, no. We're not doing that. None of that, Dean Graham. Uh, and, And there's good and bad to it. First of all, when you do a joint practice against another team, you know, you know, the the automatic things that happen. You know what automatically happens? Fights. Uh, some guy pulls the, my necklace chain down and, and then we get in a fight. Some other guy, I mean, uh, the, the, the Rams Cowboys thing was insane. And then the Rams the, who do do joint practices, Aaron Donald, I can't remember if this was this last year, Aaron Donald took his helmet off and started hitting people with it. Aaron Donald. No, no, I don't. I, I don't need much of that. Um, Sean McVay, uh, little buff Sean McVay, he helped start the fight the last time the Rams were uh, at Oxnard against the Cowboys. Smokey, I need a shirt. I got a shirt. Go into the Uncle Fish store. It's right below. Max, uh, Cowboys Raiders. Cowboys Raiders. Fans got into it. Guys busted up against the fence and fans started reaching over. And so fr- don't need it. Don't, you, you don't get anything out of that. Well, we get to hit somebody with a different color uniform. 
put a yellow shirt on the blocking slab. It's stupid. Things don't happen. Uh, Joey, Stephen plugged Overshown today. I know. Overshown the other day said, I want to dominate. And we did the video on it. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. We, we, we know what Mike is at linebacker and more. We know what Leighton Vanderish is at linebacker and more. Um, many of us has kind of handed this thing to Damone Clark. He's done nothing wrong. But but Jabril, Brillo, Cox, and DeMarvion, Agent Zero, Overshone, want a piece of this. Brillo versus Agent Zero. Uh, JT, GT, doesn't every NFL player want to dominate? Yeah, but not every NFL rookie taken in a middle round says it. He he really has, he's not like a braggy guy in my dealings with him. He just he's just he's got an effervescent personality. If I'm understanding the Longhorn story right, he started wearing wristbands. As many as he could crowd onto his arm. Well, you hot dog. No, wouldn't be a hot dog. After the game, he would take the wristbands and throw them to kids. That's pretty cool. B. Flores, Fish, you've got the best content. I don't know if I caught the drop a like buzzer in time, but here goes nothing. Oh, totally hit the like button. Yeah, a lot of good likes tonight, and I appreciate the kind words. I We're, we're very, uh, if, if DeMarvian Overshone thinks that he can dominate, wait till he's got 40 years in the game. I can dominate. And so would you please hit the like button? In fact, right now, would 63 people hit the like button, which will tell YouTube, Fish Heads and Cowboy Nation is in charge here, YouTube. You're not even in charge anymore. Randy Hankins pitches in $2 just to support the program. Uh, man knee. Mozzie Smith is going to be as nasty as Eric Williams was. I like that. Um, the, the parallel that we've kind of used on the nastiness is Sue. In fact, Brian Baldinger was the first to, to bring that up. Eric, what I like about your comparison, Man Knee, is Eric Williams, who uh, saved my life one night. And Elton John sang about it. <laughs> you, you know the story, right? I've told you the story, literally. Eric Williams, who is the third guy? Michael Irvin, Eric Williams, who is the third guy? That saved my life. Son of a gun. Yeah, Eric Williams uh, was was nothing but a peach to me, but uh, I, I didn't play defensive line. <laughs> no, uh, Charles was not the third guy. Charles was the other guy. John B. Fish, we need a Legion of Doom shirt. Can't do Legion of Doom because that's a Batman DC comic thing. But we have Legion of Doom's Day. Someone saved my life tonight. RH, I was the patient escort the Sunday after the car wreck. Wow, really? Yeah, that was... Uh, uh, horrible in so many ways. You know what that did, though? In a positive way? And Eric Williams almost had to die for it. 
They used to drink on that plane, especially after a win. A lot. I mean, they had a party. It was the 90s Cowboys. They had a party on the team plane coming home. Sometimes they had a party when they lost, too. Of course, they didn't lose that often. And so they would get off that plane. And of course, as you may know, the plane, they, we don't go through the airport. The plane is on the tarmac and you walk to your car. You, you walk 50 feet to your car. And then you get in your car and you drive. And of course, a lot of fellas, it was a club called the Blue Something. So a lot of the fellows would go to the, I think it was called that, the Blue Something. Uh, some of the guys would go to Cowboy Cafe. But yeah, they would they would basically be at a saloon in the sky and then walk down the stairs and get in their cars. And when that happened with Eric Williams, Never again. And I've been on that plane now. Not a drop that I've ever seen. And they damn sure don't serve it. And finally, item 10. Uh, you, you guys might remember Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell was here. Gosh. Uh, what years was Dan Campbell here? Here for three years. Oh, now I can't remember my decades anymore. Dan Campbell, Glen Rose, Texas, Texas A&M, long hair, 6'5", 265. Now, he had been a third-round pick so uh, by the Giants, I think. So the hope was, of course, you know, that he was going to be a star. That never, that never became – he never became a star, Dan Campbell did. But he was kind of a badass with his long hair. He was a character. So – if you remember him as a Cowboy fan, you won't be surprised at what he's doing now as a Lions coach. And remember when he did his first press conference and he's we're going to bite people's kneecap. And like the rest of the world was going, who is this guy? And Cowboy, people that knew him from the Cowboys were going, oh no, that's, that's just Dan Campbell. Um, I think Dan's a good coach since Danny Savage. There's a lot of people that would say, well, and I don't mean this derisively, he's kind of a meathead. You know, like a weightlifting meathead. That, that's what I mean. In fact, I'll, let me rephrase that. He is a weightlifting meathead kind of guy. That's okay. But he also might have a way to motivate football teams. And he also might have a great organizational mind. And he's also very clever and very colorful and maybe very smart. He wants a real lion on the sidelines. He says, I'll take care of him. I'll keep him on a chain. He'll be my big-ass pet. I'll feed him. I'll nurture him. I'll hug him. Oh, Dan, you know. And, and he said, ownership approved of it. No, they didn't. <laughs> but the league wouldn't let me do it. Well, Dan, what if he uh, what if he bites off your arm? Well, that'll prove he, that we're dealing with the wilderness. That'll prove how. <laughs> and he's trying to be fun. Now, Colorado's Still has the Buffalo, right? And the University of Texas still has the Longhorn, right? 
A.B. Clark, that totally sounds like a meathead idea. Right. Dan's a meathead. 18H, Fish, I'm starting to realize that you are right about sports analysts and how many of them don't know anything. Jammin', if you bite off one of Dan Campbell's arms, he can still do single curls with the other one. Here's the difference, of course, with having a lion on the sideline. And, well, you know, they got a buffalo and they got a longhorn. Longhorns don't eat people. <laughs> a buffalo does not eat a person. Man knee. 85% of these sports commentators don't know anything. We are, um, we're pretty blessed in DFW. This is a... This, this is a good group. We get along for the most part, respectful for each other for the most part. Um, as I pointed out to you, when, for instance, the, the um, kicking stats today, that's ESPN's numbers. That's Todd Archer. I, I give him credit because he took out a red pencil and wrote it all down. If you go to CowboysSI.com, which I urge you to do, you'll see all the time. We, we link. We link to DallasCowboys.com. If they have something that we didn't have, Good. They get credit for it. If the morning news has something, the Star Telegram, what we do, that's how we do it. The other night, we had a great get together 1053 The Fan people, Sports Illustrated people, NFL Network people, DallasCowboys.com people, all hanging around together. Good stuff. So, so DFW doesn't have this epidemic that does exist everywhere. Yes. You're right. If you find somebody that that you listen to and read and watch and go, I think that person sincerely has some idea what he's talking about when it comes to what goes inside the Dallas Cowboys. Plus he's got a snappy new haircut. Yes, you should follow that person. Fish, out.